there. You are listening to the Girl Talk Podcast. My name is Carol. Hey, I'm Trisha. And I'm Kelly. And we are so glad that you have joined us today. I want you to tell me, in fact, if you're watching the video, you're going to get the facial expression. So when I say the word witness, look, yeah, that's the, that's the face <laughs> I never... I remember growing up, I, I became a believer when I was ten, accepted Christ as my savior when I was 10 years old. But one of the things that used to scare me to death was when was, we want you to witness to your neighbor. You know, there used to be a little box on the Sunday morning envelope. You know, have you shared Christ with how many people this week? And I always wanted to check it, but I was always afraid. You know, I was always afraid that I could have done more, that I could have done less. And the older that I've gotten in my life, the more I've realized that witnessing that sharing the hope that you have with someone in your life is not as scary as we've made it out to be. And I don't know where you guys are with this, but I'm a lot less scared than I used to be. In fact, during this pandemic, I had the wonderful opportunity to lead somebody to Christ by text message. Oh, how awesome. Well, and, and here's the thing. Somebody else had already done all the groundwork. They just didn't know how to close the deal, if you will. And so they reached out to me and, and this person couldn't be reached by phone. They were in an area that had sketchy cell phone service. So they didn't have a phone or they did have a phone, but they only had, you know, text messages. And I was like, I want to see them. I want to touch them. I want to hug yeah. them. I, and I uh, couldn't do any of those things. So I had to just rely on text message, but oh, the joy that filled my heart when one of the Sundays we were allowed to go back to church, I saw her and her husband and her little girl walk oh, into that church. Wow. And I just felt like, oh, it was one of the greatest joys of my life. And that looked nothing like all the courses I had taken and all the studying I had done and all the memorizing and forgetting I had done since then, none of that came into play. It was just simply sharing my story, sharing my heart, sharing what I knew to be true about Christ with her and her making that decision. So mm -hmm. I want us to talk a little bit about that today and, and drill down. And um, I think, um, y'all correct me if I'm wrong, I think one of the biggest things about sharing Christ with others is for me, I always used to think the results were up to me. If they didn't come to know Christ, I was a failure. Mm -hmm. yeah. And if they did come to Christ, then it was a success. I, I have stopped viewing um, interactions and conversations about Jesus like that. Mm -hmm. I think we also feel like we've got to know everything in this Bible. Yeah. In order to share, we got to be able to pull out that scripture reference. We got to be able to um, do, you know, say the exact, we got to know the Romans road. And if you don't know the Romans road, then you can't lead anybody to Christ. Right. And we take on that stress and that's not our job. Yeah. It is working of the Holy spirit that is calling people to Christ. Our job is just to be present with them and to share our own story and our own testimony in a way that is engaging and that people want to know more information. You have hope. Tell me about that. What can I you know, can I, can I have the hope that you have? Can I just be honest about a struggle I have with this? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I Please. want so much to tell people about Christ. I want to be that person. I desire it. Here's my problem. I feel like when I approach someone that hasn't asked me about my faith, that I'm acting like I know better than them, or I'm high and mighty, or hey, you, you want to be like me. I, I don't know. I get wrong thinking in my head. 
ran into a friend the other day who shared with me she was going through a real struggle and this whole quarantine has been really bad for her, her life, her family, her relationships. Anyway, and I said, well, do you, do you go to church? Like, and even my voice is like shaking. Do, do, do you go to church? And she's like, well, uh, I'm, she, she said she's been going to church, but it's not really, she's not been going since quarantine and she reads a devotion every day, but sometimes it doesn't really re relate to her life and all this stuff. And I just felt stuck. I wasn't sure what to say then. And I know I, it was like my opportunity to share Christ with her. And I, I believe in Jesus. I, I want people to know Jesus and I still struggle. So tell me, I don't know. So she has a belief system, but it's not one that's really um, giving her what she needs right now. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, and right. so I'm not, but she said, well, yeah, I believe I'm this or that. And I got stuck. Yeah, I got stuck. And I think that is common for most of us because I don't know about y'all, but I can't think of a situation I've ever been in where I thought this is where I'm going to share Christ today. And I've done it. It's always kind of caught me by surprise. Yeah. Like when people say, you know, well, and, and a lot of times it's, Hey, uh, I know you work at that radio station. You know, that's how the conversation starts. Uh -huh. um, and so I, I have a chance to jump off from there. And I used to like, feel like I had to apologize for that. Like somebody would say a swear word around me and they were like, oh, I'm sorry. You work for Billy Graham. <laughs> like that, that has nothing to do with it. You know, <laughs> I mean, that, that's right. like, I'm not going to lose my job because you said a swear word. That's, that's <laughs> how this works. But, but knowing my job, because I use a swear word. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> that's right. So here we're real people, you know, living real lives. The, the part that we get stuck is I, I think I am a big, I, I tell the girls in my small group this all the time. I say, if you talk to somebody long enough, they will reveal their need to you. Mm. And I have tried to listen more than I talk. Mm -hmm. And to prep, well, yeah, <laughs> that's right, which is hard for me because y'all know I'm a talker. But, yeah. um, but to listen more than I talk and to pray more than I answer. Mm. And I have found it to be some of the most sweet prayer times that I've ever had in my life when I'm sharing with somebody, because I think we, we automatically think we got to shove every known Bible verse and every answer to every struggle that they're having. Yep. Um, I can think of one person in particular that I've shared the gospel with no less than I would say 10 times. And I went through my divorce and she said to me, I thought when you went through this divorce, that would be the whole, the end of this Jesus thing for you. And I, I turned, and this was totally God. I turned to her and said, you know what? I think it's only the beginning. Yep. Yep. And I walked away and another girl was in the room and she came to me and she was like, you can't say things like that. And then just leave the room. I was like, well, I just did. But, <laughs> and it wasn't that I was trying to put a zinger in there. Cause I'm, I, I'm witty that way, but that was totally God. But in that moment, it wasn't the words that I said. It was the fact that I wasn't leaving my faith just because I was going through a difficult time. Mm -hmm. Now I've had numerous occasions to witness to her, but some of the most powerful moments that I have had in relationship with her are, are, are moments when I've been able to meet a physical need that she's had mm -hmm. because God has blessed me. She doesn't understand why I do that. 
She has no comprehension. And that's usually when she was like, she, one day she said, why would you do that? Why would you, you know, why? and I said, well, there are several reasons, but the most important reason is because I love you and I care about you. And I have hope that this is going to get better. Mm-hmm. And I want you to know that hope. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a full presentation of the gospel that time. It's been the presentation of the gospel, a little conversations here and there. Mm-hmm. But I think anytime you live in relationship with somebody that you um, want so desperately to know the Lord and they never do it, I think it's the little moments in that relationship that preach the gospel most loudly. Now, I'm not one to say, oh, you're never going to have to say, you know, I believe in Christ or speak for your faith. Because, you know, there are those people who say, I just, I'm living out my faith. I'm living out my, well, I believe there's times where you need to speak up, say it with your mouth. But there are definitely, especially if you're in a long-term relationship with somebody that you've prayed for for a long time, there are those little moments, I feel like, along the way that speak louder than any sermon I could ever preach or Bible verse I could quote. Um, Those are the times when they really see, ah. And this person was supposedly an atheist. That's, that's what they would tell you, that they were an atheist. And then one day I saw them, they had a friend who had cancer and they made those little silicon bands and it said pray for, her, and it had the name of the person. I was like, you're an atheist. Who are you praying to? Right. You know, and she was like, uh, you, uh, 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 you know, because that's, she really did believe in prayer. And so that was another entry point where we could talk. Mm-hmm. So it's been a lot of little moments over time. And I think that's one of the things that I, you know, I, I think I am more of a person who shares in the context of relationship. And like, I think it's important. Yeah. God has given us these people in our lives for us to do life with hmm. and has given us testimonies that we have been entrusted to share and sometimes it's as easy as you know like you you mentioned earlier carol somebody if you talk to somebody long enough that they will identify their need they will identify their feelings their emotions their the things that they worry about and it's sometimes easy enough to say you know i feel that way sometimes too Mm. but god and now i feel this way and just to say i I hear you. I see you. I am just like you, but I have the hope of Christ. And because I have the hope of Christ, here's how I've changed my thinking or how Christ has changed my thinking and how I feel and experience things differently now. Mm, This is very good. You know what another tool I find helpful is that hardly anybody, I've met a few people who will say no, but very few in, in the course of my life who will if you say how can I pray for you yes if you say those words there's some kind of power in that because very few people will say I don't I don't need prayer very few somebody they will usually say well you know I'm concerned about a loved one or I'm not sure how I'm going to pay rent and and, you know all those they will tell you their need in that moment I've used that a lot you know a lot of people say Now, here's what I'm not saying that you can do. You cannot ask to pray for your waitress and then leave a lousy tip. Stop it with that. That's no good. No good. I'm I'm serious. Like, I'm not even kidding about that. No good. Or be ugly to your server. (laughs) That, ooh, that, yeah. Anyway, okay, I need to move on from that. Anyway, but I know a lot of people do that. You know, they'll say, well, we're about to pray for our meal. 
How can we pray for you? And that's a great entry door, but then don't act like the devil. Okay. No, all right. So well, let me ask you a question. I'm, okay. I'm here. I'm here. I'm, I'm getting from you all some really good inspiration. And now I'm thinking there were two times in the, and I've written this two times in the past two weeks, I've missed opportunities because I, okay. I feel like I've dropped the ball and I'm frustrated with myself, but let me, I, I've got one other thing that and then can I pray for you? I wish I would have said that. And then I wish I would have done it right then. Not just said, I'll, cause I think I did say, Oh, I'll be praying for you. But I wish I would have just said, can we pray together right now? Cause I like, I was on a walk with this person and it's like, I'm, I'm wanting to kick myself right now, but if okay. I ask him to pray for you, but, but that's the devil wanting to defeat you <laughs> yeah. because you can't go back and change those opportunities. Right. You can only do what you do, what he puts before you today. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it may not have been time. They may not have, you know, responded to it. You don't know. And, and the Holy spirit is so sweet to reveal those opportunities and to, to nudge us in certain ways. And I don't, I don't want, I don't want anybody to walk away from this podcast feeling shamed because they didn't do thus and so, because God doesn't love you any less right now. Uh, If you miss 26 opportunities today, but isn't he a little bummed? Or if you, or if you took advantage of every single one, that's your, your performance does not determine how much he loves you. Right. Even your performance in sharing him with others. I mean, and when I came to that realization, I was like, whoa, that's, that's huge for me. Cause I'm a performance driven person. Mm-hmm. I, I, there's somewhere in me, there's a performance gene and that's just what I do. I can, that, 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 you know, entertain people and do all that. And when I feel like I don't perform, I really just mm-hmm. wail on myself. I just let mm-hmm. myself have it. Um, yeah, and I just, feel like crying right now because of this. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't that how we get to be better? Mm-hmm. You know, there's this whole process of us becoming more and more like Christ. It does not mean that the minute you become a Christian, you are exactly like Christ yeah. and that you take advantage of every, every opportunity. Sometimes God presents opportunities to us and he knows that we are not going to follow through on that opportunity. He knows everything. He knows everything. And <laughs> Because he knows everything, he also knows how we're, he's going to use that experience of feeling like we were disobedient, of maybe missing an opportunity to help make the next opportunity right. Mm. And just because you don't say the right words at the right time in the right moment doesn't mean that the next person they come encounter, they encounter the next Christian they talk to doesn't say the right words at the right time at the right moment. You're there to plant a seed and to do one piece that God has given you, not the whole thing. You know, yeah. like you said earlier, Carol, we don't reap what we plant on the day that we plant it. Right. Maybe that was a different podcast. I can't remember. <laughs> anyway, you said that multiple times, but yeah. we reap what we plant on the day that we plant it. And so right. we have a part to play and it might be just in getting somebody hungry for the next person who's going to mm. tell them about Jesus. Yeah. And I just think it's so important for us. I think I need to say this again because I need to hear it so many times myself. The results are not up to you. Do not look at at sharing Christ as a pass fail, a success failure. Do not. That's got to just leave your thinking because that's where the devil gets a foothold and, and convinces us that we're not a good enough Christian because we can't give a reason for our hope. The Bible says always be ready. 
you know, and we should, when we should say there's nothing wrong with the Roman road, there's nothing wrong with evangelism explosion or any kind of um, training that you should go through. If you have a chance to do that, do it, go take care, take advantage of every opportunity. But I will tell you this, none of my experience have, have followed any of those programs. Exactly. No. There's always that, you know, piece in there that you think, Oh, that, that was different. You know, it's always mm-hmm. going to be different mm-hmm. because people are different. Mm-hmm. But if you take a genuine interest in others and you take the time to listen to them, I'm telling you, they're going to want to know what's different about you because yeah. nobody does that. Right. We also have the tendency to think that we need to have all the answers. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's okay to say, you know, I have no idea. I do not <laughs> know the answer to that very spiritual, important question that you asked. <laughs> yeah. How about if we figure that out together? Yeah. You know, hey, can we can we have coffee next week and sit down and figure that out together? And I promise I will go ask somebody else maybe the answer to that question, and then we can talk about it. Yeah. Uh, but we feel like we got to know all the answers to all these deep questions that they're going to ask us once we've shared the faith and we get really nervous about that. But here's the thing about memorizing, and th- there's only one one argument that they cannot deny, and that is the change that Christ has made in you. Mm-hmm. Amen. Right. No matter how many verses you memorize or how prepared you are, there is one thing that you can say, this is who I was before Christ. And this is who I was after Christ and who I'm becoming and who I'm, he's sanctifying me day by day. Mm-hmm. And they can't argue with that. Right? Yeah. They can argue with Bible verses. They can't argue with your story. That's mm-hmm. why I've always said, it's so important to share your story. And for me, that's one of the big lessons I've learned in the past 10 years is I always wanted to hide the parts of my story that weren't great. Mm-hmm. I wanted yes. to hide the fact that I was divorced. I wanted to hide the fact that I was a single parent. I wanted to hide yeah. all that because I was ashamed. And that was the thing that the devil used to, to keep me discouraged. But also it became the, the ministry platform that God gave me when I finally said, okay, here's a failure and I didn't do it all right. And I made mistakes and here is my stuff. And I, and I presented mm. it out there. God led yep. me to so many, somebody wrote me an email and said, Oh, I just, today, when you told your story, I, I figured out that you were just like me. And I'm like, I never said I wasn't like you. You know, I was never on a different plane. That's there's some, we, we do that with each other. We think everybody's life's perfect except for ours. And we compare ourselves to other people. Truth be told. People, <laughs> yeah. What people need right. to know is that the truth about it is that I hurt and I get frustrated and I get mad at God and I pitch a fit when he gives me the word access for 2020. And I, and I tell him that I don't want to, I want a cooler word. And he just laughs and um, you know, all those things. <laughs> Um, that we try so hard. I think that's one of the things that's so refreshing about this podcast is we can be honest and say, we don't have all the answers. And if you're looking for a podcast with all the answers, this ain't for you, honey. Um, (laughs) It's for somebody much smarter. One thing about conversations too, is that conversations are two way. Yeah. We also have a tendency to say, okay, I'm going to tell you my testimony and I just need you to shut up and listen for 30 minutes while I tell you everything about my life. And that's not the way conversations work. It's not the way it's not the, the whole idea is to get somebody to ask you another question, right? Mm. Be honest, tell them your struggles and tell them their stuff, your stuff, and then Mm -hmm. let them step into you to ask the next question and if they don't ask the next question don't feel like you've got to shove your testimony down their throat either yeah let them ask the next question the next time you see them let them lead maybe a little Mm-hmm. I love this because I have such an urgency in my spirit I feel like we have got to 
I have got to share with people about Christ right now because I, it's a crazy time. Yeah. The world could be wrapping up. <laughs> and I, yeah. I just have this sense that I do not want to leave any anything undone, anything unsaid. I, I attended the Make a Difference training that, um, that Don Sunshine did with the station a few weeks ago. Yeah. And there, he, he shared this prayer, the three open prayer. And I've been trying to think about it. And you pray every day for an open door. Then you pray for open heart. And then you pray that God will help you open your mouth. <laughs> open door, open heart, and open your mouth. And um, I, I, I think I've been stuck a little bit in between, I don't know, somewhere <laughs> in those three. And I really want to do that and start to pray every day for those opportunities. And then for the third part, that God would open my mouth. Yeah. And, and like you said, close it too. <laughs> so I can yeah. listen, listen to them. This is some really great stuff. And like you said, sharing your story, your story can't be argued with. Here's how I was before. Here's how God's moving me. And this part <laughs> you know, is I've all to his glory. Yeah. I mentioned before this um, discipleship course I went through or group I was part of a couple years ago. One of the other things that they had us do was to uh, walk around our neighborhood or walk down the, the street that we live in or um, walk wherever it is that we feel like we go a lot. Maybe it's yeah business and we want to walk down the street in front of our office or something um, and pray specifically for each house for each person who lives in each house even if we don't know who they are if we know who they are even better call them by name uh, pray for them but just pray as you walk around your neighborhood and look at a house and pray for those open opportunities for for the open doors for the open hearts and for God to open our mouths when we get to that place but that was cool to get to actually feel like I am praying for my neighbors. That's I'm, changing the world. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm going to give you a website right now. Um, I think it's blesseveryhome.com. Blesseveryhome.com. You type in your address and it gives you the actual names of people who live around you. And you can prayer what? walk your neighborhood, even if you don't know your neighbors. Our church has been doing this. Yeah. since the pandemic started and um we've been I, and i i'll just be honest i haven't done it every day um but every morning they will send you an email with a list of your neighbors to pray for that day it even gives you a prayer that you can pray for uh, your neighbors and so that's a powerful way of being able to um you know reach out to neighbors even that you don't even really know yet and um I think there's a ton of tools out there. The, the, I love the prayer, open door, open heart, and open your mouth. I love those three things. But I think the important thing is stop thinking that you, it's all up to you. Stop thinking that you have to know it all. And stop thinking of it as a success and failure. Those would be my three pieces of advice to you today. And just simply share your story. Your story is powerful. It matters. There are people who need to hear your story. Even if you say, I really don't have much of a story. Yes, you do. God is doing something and he's working in your heart and life. And we love that. We love hearing about it. In fact, if you want to tell us your story, we would love nothing more. I say this often, but I don't think y'all believe me. Every time we get an email from the Girl Talk email, we just like pass it around each other. It's like candy. 
we're like, oh, we got an email. Something we did, something we said mattered, you know? I mean, we're just like you. Um, we're living life and we're hoping that these podcasts are an encouragement to you. And so reach out if we can help you in any way. Please. We would love to do that. We also, just through the radio station, we offer the Make a Difference training usually twice a year. And so if you would um, like to get more information on that, we can send that out to you and uh, get you so you can get signed up for that if that's something that you would like to do as well. We love you a ton. Mm -hmm. We think your story matters. We know you're changing your world one person at a time. Even if you're at home with small babies or even if you live alone, you are making a difference in this world and we are honored that you are a part of this family. So let us know how we can help you. You can always email us at girltalkatthelightfm.org. Join the Facebook page. We love you. We're sending you a great big hug today and uh, know that we value your membership in this community and uh, we, we love doing this podcast and we're honored that you're a part of it. And we'll see you next time. We gather around these microphones for the Girl Talk Podcast.